Hey everybody, welcome to Turkey Talk. The the uh, only podcast slash radio show where we take calls from our viewers telling them how to make turkey. So we're gonna take we're gonna take some calls from some real people and they're gonna tell me how they are messing up their Thanksgiving dinner and I will help them. My name is Donna. Let's get this shit started. First caller, you're on the line. What's up? Oh, uh, hi. Hi. Um, uh, my my turkey is, uh, it's got bigger legs than breasts. All so, right. What's, uh, my, my, what, what, what's, what, uh, what's your name? My name's Donna. Uh, How you doing? My name is, my name is, uh, Laven. All right, Laven. So let me tell you about your, your turkey. Uh, something's gone horribly wrong. Uh, what? Where did you get this turkey? Uh, Vermont. Where though? Uh, there was a guy on the side of the road. He said, "Hey, you want a turkey?" I said, "Fuck yeah!" So I got it. Okay. Okay. I think we might have bigger issues than the nature, the specific nature of the size of the your turkey's breasts. But here's what you got to do. Okay. okay? You do is you gotta separate the dark meat from the light meat and cook them separately. Whoa, because that shit's different. Whoa, all right. Also, considering, yeah, no, you oh. that's, that's your only course of action, Don. You know what? I, I think my turkey's just upside down and I got confused. <laughs> no, it's all set. No, it's good. Okay, everything's okay. fine. All right, yeah, then you should still, I still recommend doing that, but if you don't want to, that's fine. Uh, also, you sound a little bit like uh, Mitch Hedberg. I don't know if you realize that about yourself, uh, Lyndon, or whatever your name is. Uh, uh, no, nah, that's cool. Hey, Ma, I fixed the turkey. All right, next caller. Um, hello? hello? Hey, what's up? Hello? My name's Donna. How you doing? Hi. No, this is this is this is Steve. Um, hey, Steve. Uh, my my turkey my my turkey is it, it's okay. It's doing good. I took the, okay. the the dark meat from the light meat already. Like you you Solid. told the last caller. Solid. Um, that was that's very quick. That's impressive. Yeah. No, it only took me like two and a half seconds. I'm a fucking MLG pro. Um, but but uh, but my 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 my. <laughs> You're what? My my what? Tu- my turkey is uh it's 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 too long. It's what too, do you mean? It's, I don't it's, understand the question. It, I, it doesn't fit on my on the pan that I want to roast it in. So how how large is your turkey by weight? Um, eighty five pounds. Sir, <laughs> I I. Oh wait! Don't no. This is a, this is an ostrich. I was gonna say that does not sound like any turkey I've ever heard of. It was kind of like all dark meat. So is that is that what a turkey is? I mean, is that what an ostrich is? I guess so. This this thing says ostrich. Anyway, all right, well, I'm gonna, I don't know the first thing about cooking ostriches, so you you've already screwed up. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna cook the ostrich. 
Okay, now, so what you're probably going to do is put that in the oven at 375 yeah. for 12 hours. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to do that. All right, Steve. Have a Have a happy Thanksgiving. I might. Later. I might. Um. Um. I don't even want to take. Should we take another? Call? I'm. I'm getting. I don't want to take another caller. I'm. It's Thanksgiving. I want to go home and be with my family. But uh, my producer is on the other side of the glass, and he's just making obscene hand gestures, as if to say I should take one more. So um. Well, yeah. Let's do it. What, whatever. Who even cares? All right. One more. Oh uh, hi. Hi. Hey. What's up? It's uh, Donna. This is this is also Donna. Um Oh, it's fun. It's interesting. Yeah, we have the same name. Yeah, that's really strange. Anyway, um I got a turkey, but uh I I I use sugar instead of salt for the brine. And now Uh-oh. now it's bad probably. All right, so here's what you got to do. Okay. You got to go get another turkey uh, or I, is that is that an option? No, it's Thanksgiving. All the grocery stores are closed. Okay, it's pretty selfish of them, if you ask me. But here's what you gotta do. Okay. Okay. So get the ham from your fridge. Whoa. And cook the ham. Fridge ham. Okay. And that's gonna be. And you, when people get to your house on later today, and they're like, "What's for dinner?" You're like, "Ham." <laughs> and then you're like, "Hold on, sorry." You go, you go, and people will come to your house, and they'll be like, "What's for dinner?" And you'll be like, "Ham." Uh, and then what's then they'll be like, "What's for dessert?" And you'll be like, "Turkey." <laughs> okay, no, that sounds like a good idea. Gonna... Tur- turkey pie. Luckily, I have a ham in my fridge at all times. So. Yeah, I mean that's what anyone who's listened to this show before knows. You got to have a ham in your fridge just in cases. Yeah, like just in case you completely screw up your brine. Now, were you confused because the brine probably also contained sugar? It contained both salt and sugar. So, like, how did that happen exactly? That you just used the sugar for both of them? Well, my stupid dingbat husband put the sugar in the salt container and the salt in the sugar container. So, uh, he sucks. I think you might. I think you're living in a loveless marriage, Donna. No, we're getting a divorce next week. Oh, okay. Is it because of the salt incident? Absolutely. It's tragic to see a family broken up on Thanksgiving, but at least you have ham, at right? Ham. Ham. All right, I'm going to go fix my ch- shit later, Donna. Peace. Okay, good luck. I, I too, am going to go fix my shit Uh my, so at this point, the my producer is telling me that under no circumstances am I allowed to leave the building at this point. But uh, that's too damn bad because I'm going to go have some turkey because it's almost 1030, which means it's almost dinner time. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. This is the Bear vs. Man cast. This is episode 40. It's November 26th. It is. It's Thanksgiving. And it's Thanksgiving. It's actually Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, you'll be listening to this after Thanksgiving, so you won't be able to appreciate it the way we we do. But all the same, I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. 
and this is a podcast about video games. Wap, wap. What, what we do here is we play video games every week, and then we tell you about how shitty they are for your enjoyment. Yep, that's true. And that way you can decide if you also want to play shitty video games. All true. Everything about uh, is true. And then uh, most of the time we talk about uh, some news. Talk about discussion, a little discussion about what's happening in the world of video games. Um, but sometimes that's not much. Yeah, like this not, week. Not much has happened. Sometimes just not a lot going on in video games. Yeah, dog. So let's um let's begin by telling each other something that we're thankful for. Oh shit. Cause I certainly don't do this on like at Thanksgiving dinner with my family. Hey man, this way to catch me off guard. I would say I'd go first, but I also caught myself off guard. Well, this is this is all right. Um, I'm I'm thankful for um. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for you because we do this podcast together and it's freaking hey, fun. Wow. wow, thanks. Sick. This, this is awkward. Sick. I did it. I did it. I guess I'm supposed to say I'm thankful for you now. But... No, fuck you. You better not. That's cheating. That's okay. mine, and I I used it. <laughs> I'm thankful for video games. Sick. All right, we did it. No, that's that's actually that's actually not entirely untrue. Because um, I have an un- un- unhealthy obsession with them, mm-hmm. and like people like to joke about, like, uh, "Hey, you know, are you're addicted to this thing?" And you're like, "Haha, no, I'm not addicted. I could stop anytime I want." Can't. I don't think that's that's true with video games. Like, no, nah, man. You just have to play them all the time. Um. Some more so than others, mm. still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I um, I am looking forward. I'm hungry right now. It's like oh yeah, dog. Nine o'clock in the morning. I've already. I tried the whole like exercise in the morning thing. That sounds a, terrible. Waking up early is not fun, and B kind of makes you tired and hungry afterwards. And I can't eat yet, really. So that's true. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. That's true. And but uh, I'll have plenty of food later because I have to go to two Thanksgivings. You're going to two Thanksgivings? Yeah. Fuck dog. Yeah, I have to go to my girlfriend's family Thanksgiving for like lunch. It's like a twelve thirty dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then dinner at my family's house is five o'clock. I don't know how you're going to make it. I just have to eat a little bit, mm-hmm. like, each place, because not all food on Thanksgiving is created equal. It, are, you, are you sure? Yeah. Positive. Okay. All right. So, I'll just, you know, have a little bit of everything, have some yams, have some potatoes, some corn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. skip the things that I really don't want to have yep have a touch of dessert drink a whole bunch of wine 
drink a whole bunch of beer, and yep. then just get the drunk munchies and feel like eating again. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, Thanksgiving is definitely a holiday about coming together and being with your loved ones and being thankful that you have people who care about you in your life. But mm. it's also a holiday about day drinking. Yes. I plan to start drinking at about 1230. This, this, this. Wow. So you're getting day. a late start this year? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to like drive to my mom's house, uh, which is like yeah, half okay. an hour away. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So it's like, yeah, I would I wouldn't recommend um getting drunk anytime before then. No. No. Uh yeah, I I I think I'm going to start at about the same time. Nice. And then I have everything set up in such a way that I don't have to drive mm-hmm. the rest of the night. So it's going to be good. Sick. I'm really hungry though. Yeah, I want to eat. It's the hungriest hungriest podcast I've ever done. That's true. That's true. <sighs> We have video games. Oh man, who has? Right, you, didn't, you didn't play a lot of video games again this week. No, I really didn't. I thought I was Which gonna. Makes no sense because the video game that you played, you lost the opportunity to play it after Sunday. So yeah, that's true. I, I was... don't know what you've been doing. That's uh, yeah, yeah, me either. You've just been playing like Heroes of the Storm or something. Uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah, you're obsessed with it, so like, it's kind of problematic. I, I like that game a whole bunch. Um, but yeah, so we can talk about Overwatch for a hot minute. Yeah, why don't we talk about Overwatch for a hot minute? Um, okay, so uh, for everybody who lives under a rock, um, Overwatch Whoa. is Blizzard's putting putting our rock dwellers on blast, man. Yeah, dude, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, dude. Uh, anyway, so Overwatch. I just, my, some, I, I just heard my stomach rumble. Oh, dude, don't do that. It's not supposed to actually happen. No, it's not. It's like some cartoon shit. Um, okay, so Overwatch is Blizzard's answer to TF2. It's um, it's 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 so it has more classes, like three times as many, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it does have more because uh, TF2 has nine. Oh, so it's okay. So there's 21 heroes in Overwatch. Um, are they called heroes? Or are I, you projecting? I think I'm projecting, but they they may be called. Oh no, they are called heroes, and in, in game, because when that's, you're when that's you're um, big, that's what they call them these days. Yeah, when you're when you're making a when you're first hopping into a match and you're picking uh, heroes for your team. Um, it'll be like you don't have a damage dealing hero, or you don't have a a support hero. Uh, it kind of tells you uh, how to make your team not suck, um, which is which is which is handy because sometimes people are like, I don't fucking know what to do, man. Um, so there's like four different types of hero. There's like damage dealers, there's tanks, there's supports, and then there's like specialists. I would call them the you know, but they're not like hot specialists. They do other stuff. Um, what what is the role of a specialist in your in an Overwatch? Well, match? like one of them, one of them's like a robot who like becomes a tank. So he deals. Oh, he's a specialist. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he just sense. deals a lot of damage, but then he's also a tank. Um, you also become a turret. 
I, I think that's also true. Yeah, I didn't play as any of those because I didn't like them. I um, think they're just more non-traditional characters. Yeah, they're 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 a little more wacky, fun time. Um, I I mostly played as the tanky heroes. Um, Play as a monkey guy. I did. I like. I liked playing as him a whole bunch. Although I didn't like his gun. Uh, I felt it was. It's kind of like shooting a, a like lightning. So it's like hard to aim. Shooting a lightning. Yeah, it's like shooting a lightning. So it's like kind of hard to aim. Um, because it kind of just goes blat 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 in like a different, many different directions. Um, but I I thought that his movement abilities are fucking ill because like one of them is like a big old jump um that like you land and it's just like fuck you and then and then he gets like a a a bubble that he can make on the ground that people can walk in uh, which is pretty sick um and then his ult is like he he gets fucking mad and then he becomes a melee character and like his jump does damage when it hits the ground and he can like punch people in the face and it's fucking good I feel like of all the times I've seen people play that game, mm-hmm. I I see that guy in like every single match. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's pretty popular. Um, another popular hero that I also liked a lot was Reinhardt, which is the melee only uh, big armored knight guy who makes a movable shield, um, which is pretty sick. Uh, I feel like they need to tune the shield so people don't use it all the time. Because it gets used all the time, and it's way too strong. Like you, maybe there's no, there's no, but there's no cooldown or anything on it. You can just no, it, it, up it has a health time. bar. It's, so it's like a, it's like a regenerating shield where it starts with like two thousand health, and the opposing team can shoot it. Um, but as soon as you put it down, if you hide in a corner for about three seconds, it's pretty much back to full, um, from like pretty low. Um, I guess the only, the only thing is like he. Reinhardt can't use any attacks when he's using it, so I guess that's, like, a balance thing. Whereas, like, Winston's bubble shield, he can still shoot stuff uh, while it's up. Um, so I guess there's that. Um, what else, who else did I like a lot? Um, I had the most fun playing as uh, some of the healers. Um, I liked Mercy a whole bunch, which is just uh, an angel lady who has a, like, healing laser, I guess. Like, a, it, it's like a med gun. It's like the fucking medic from yeah. uh, T-Fortress 2. Um, but she also has, like, a buff gun, which, like, increases damage to whoever she's tethered to. Um, and then she has, like, an auto pistol, which is pretty okay. Um, but it's... You know she 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 doesn't she's not for killing people, that's for sure. Uh, but she can her ult is like to revive dead people, just like straight up, which is pretty okay. Wait, what? So what like, do you mean? like like when her ult is charged, if like your, her entire team goes down, she can just push Y to make them pop back up instantly where they died, instead of like waiting the seven or eight seconds for a respawn, and then is that her like ult? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty okay. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sick. Um, who else did I play as a lot that I liked? Um, Soldier 76 is pretty okay. He's sort of like standard shooty man. 
He's got a fucking, like, an auto rifle. Uh, he shoots some grenade rockets, and uh, he's got a sprint. And he has a, like, healing field, which is pretty sick. Um, That's cool. I, did, I thought he was just, like, a shooty man. He he's definitely like a shooty man, but his his one of his his biotic field thing is pretty is pretty okay. It heals for a shitload. Um, uh, McCree is pretty okay. He's like the Western revolver guy, um, where like you can either you can uh, shoot his gun regularly or like with the alternate fire button, which I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, you can like shoot it really really fast, uh, which is pretty fun to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some some gameplay of those heroes, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen like a lot of the pre-release footage. I saw like all the. I became very familiar with the heroes in this game through pre-release footage. I mean, like not necessarily like how they play or all their but, skills like, or whatever, the look but and like, stuff. Yeah, like I saw the monkey and I saw Tracer and I, I didn't saw play the, as Tracer, the sniper fuck lady Tracer. and like. Reinhardt, and there's a ninja, and there's a guy with a bow. Like, I, I saw all those people, and then, like, I started seeing some more footage of people actually playing, like, the, the beta. Yeah. And there's all these characters that I didn't recognize. There's this Eskimo lady. There, yeah, she's relatively who, new. Uh, I kind of like her. Ice blocks. Yeah. She can ice block. So, instead of, like, having a movement ability, she has a movement denial ability, where she makes a huge ice wall. Um... Which is yeah, fucking she, broken as shit. She can just um, block in in a game like that where it's all about objectively like getting to the point or whatever. If mm-hmm. you just like block a hallway, yeah. So like one of the things that happened cool. all the time was if you were the the defending team, um, and there was a a, a May on the other team. She's the I ask my lady. Uh, they would just run right over to your starting point, and as soon as the match starts, they put an ice wall so you couldn't, like, shoot them. Um, That's dope. And I'm just like, oh, man, this this kind of sucks. <laughs> and, like, and, she also, and like I said, she has an ice block. Right. She can just become immune to all damage for a period of time and yep. help your team save you. She, and she also heals while she's in it, which is fucking bananas. Oh, that's um, great. And then her, her gun uh, slows... And if you get hit by it enough, you get frozen in place. Uh, she's pretty sick. I liked playing as her. Um, it's all you can also play as a uh, Korean girl in like a yeah, hilariously you, anime robot mech thing. So the hilarious thing is, um, I watched the Overwatch like uh, BlizzCon thing where mm-hmm. they talked about Overwatch, and they were telling us about Diva, which is the name of that hero. And she's apparently like a Korean live streamer who plays StarCraft. Yep. <laughs> I was just yeah, like, actually, what is this dumb I shit? I remember hearing about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> they don't even care anymore. No, they don't care. Yeah, at so all. it's like she has this mech and she's got it's like a tank. She's a she's a tank. Mm. But and she can like the mech can become just like can be destroyed, but she won't die. Yeah, she'll like and she then, can like hop out of it and then command it to self destruct while she runs away and shoot people with her pistol. Um, which is pretty much useless, but eventually she can, like, over time, summon another mech will cool down and you can mm-hmm. use it. 
Mm-hmm. My what I get from this game is that it is just like the most stylish game ever. It's like, incredibly, it like, yeah, incredibly oh. stylish. Uh, the, I also heard, and uh, tell me if you've if you've heard the same thing, but apparently that this game is based on what Titan was supposed to be. That's what I've heard. Um, that I, th- this was this was um, like the combat mechanic of Titan that they then after they scrapped some of the, the MMO parts, they turned yeah, it into Overwatch. Is is which my understanding? If, people don't know titan is like then then the big mmo that blizzard was supposedly working on uh and eventually they scrapped it because something about how they couldn't make it fun yeah um uh, and it i don't know now i didn't realize it's supposed to be like an action game i, did, I guess i didn't really thought about what, what titan was supposed to be but it seems like they never really said anything they, it seems like blizzard may have been trying to make destiny they may have, and then upon seeing Destiny in development, they were like, maybe we shouldn't make Destiny. Yeah, either either there's no market for this, even if we make it better, or no matter how this goes, it'll be a shit show because Destiny is a shit show. True. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's why they ultimately decided, to, but I, I guess it became something else because like, Overwatch is a super realized game. Yes. From what I can tell, not having played it, but like... The diversity of the characters and the maps and like all the little touches and you know and and then the stuff like the diversity of game modes and things like that will can come later. But the 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 core it's super realized right now. The the core game and the heroes seem both incredibly far along and incredibly balanced uh, for the most part. You know they're um, they're doing some fine tuning and like every week there's like a beta patch where they you know, tweak some numbers and stuff, but no, this, this, it seems really, you know, just tight. It feels tight when you play it, uh, which I did appreciate. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I want to play more of it, but I don't want to pay for it kind of thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I can get into another beta period at some point. I hope, yeah, I hope there's another beta period. I really like there'd be a beta period on consoles. So but. the, I did play a little bit with mouse and keyboard, and I did play a little bit with controller, uh, which was, which is supported right now. Um, I'm assuming you used your Steam controller when you say controller. Oh yeah, no, I definitely did. Yeah, don't, um, no, don't I used the there. Xbox One controller. Um, it worked pretty well. Uh, I I've pretty much played FPS games with controllers for like five or six years now. Um, so I I liked that much more. Than mouse and keyboard. Um, it's it's I'm the same way, but it's also undeniable the increased control you have. I with feel mouse and keyboard. See, I kind like, of I kind of feel like I want to play this game on a console only because I don't want to play with a controller in the same environment where people play with mouse and keyboard. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, I would probably say, especially considering. People who I potentially play with, mm-hmm. this would probably be more like a game I'd get on Xbox One. Definitely. Which would mean that I really have to decide if I give a shit about it first. Right. So. It, it seems really promising, and I'm curious to see all this stuff they add, because I know the obvious comparison, and you already did this, the obvious comparison is to Team Fortress 2. Yes. 
and T Four Just Two did all sorts of crazy stuff to mix up its gameplay, including like the uh, alternate weapons mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and that actually added like a lot of diversity to how you played. And yeah, it seems like the diversity in this game already exists in the different characters. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but like if you had like an alternate version of Mercy where her heel, you know, was a bubble instead or something like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would be, you know, they there's definitely room for all that stuff to happen. Definitely. Then like yeah. all the alternate skins and things like that. I, I am a little bit worried that I'm gonna play full price of this game and then it's gonna turn into a um, DLC free to play. Like here's some skins, here's some skins, like shit fest, like. You know, here's the storm is, but the reason here's the storm is like that is because it's free. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'd be easier to earn things with in-game currency just by playing. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it I'm, seems cool I'm, though. I'm, I really want to play it. Yeah, I I want to play it with friends. I feel like that would be more fun, um, than just hopping in and playing by yourself. But yeah, you can coordinate a little bit better too. Or you can so, like listen. I'm gonna be the monkey. You be the healer. Let's do this. Let's party. Uh, but yeah, no. I I want to give it another shake. But at this point, I'm not convinced how amp I am about it. You're also not able to give it another shake currently because you were just in the weekend. Yeah, they just thing. put me in the weekend and then they took me out of it, which sucked because that weekend that I got into it, I was like fucking at work like every day. Um, when you did play, did you have any connection issues or anything? Because I know no, they, they were was, doing some stress test stuff. No, I was I I played it a you know at a few different times, including like peak Saturday night, and it was fine. Um, I'm going to assume that Blizzard is just shitting server space at this point, um, so that 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 part's not an issue. It would be like connection code mumble jumbo. Um, they just repurpose some of those wow servers that nobody's using right now honestly probably at shots this point fired. Um, shots fired yeah yeah man yeah cool overwatch dog. but you also kind of yeah because you your impression what you said to me was that you kind of don't like it i'm not sure if i like it well, you're just just generally not a huge FPS player. I'm not. I feel like if there were to be an FPS you would like, this would probably be among the select few. This is this is really close to being an FPS that I like. I want to play it on a console because I feel like I would enjoy that more. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's it's much it's much more like. The strategy involved, it's like, but everyone's ultimately a bullet sponge, and you're yeah. just like unloading into people. There's there's more margin for error than a game like Call of Duty, where it's just like you can get shot a little some, bit, pop off some shots, this, or you're going to die. This game is is like a nice uh, middle point between like Halo taking a million shots to die and Call of Duty taking like three shots to die. Uh, they're, they're, you, you're, most characters have a pretty small life pool, so you're like looking at like getting shot like six or seven or eight times before you die, um, unless you're like a tank. Well, I've noticed that, yeah, I noticed life pools are like wildly different. It's true. Tracer has like 150 health, and the monkey guy has like 500 health. Yeah, Tracer's like... Which is to be expected. Hit, but... Yeah, if you ever get hit, you're fucked, because uh, you're never supposed to get hit, because you're always blinking. I hate Tracer. Fuck Tracer. 
Plus, yeah, I, I don't like her either, and I've never even seen her um, being played as. I just hate her and her dumb accent. Uh, yeah. Tracer here. Fuck off. And her fucking cockney. Her, her, whatever. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm bitter. Hold on. Okay. So, that's Overwatch. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so it seems like it's... The Spectrum is like... So you have, like, Call of Duty on one side, and you have this game on the other side, and then, like, in the middle is, like, Halo or Destiny or something. Sort of, yeah. Uh, where it takes a couple more shots, but this game is just, like, it's really much more strategic, and, you know, you're, you have to make your, like, your abilities count. It yeah. seems really interesting. It's, like, completely the opposite of the first-person shooters I usually play, mm-hmm. but I want to give it a shot, because it, it does seem like... It's, it seems like a MOBA with shooting, almost. Kind of, yeah. I bet there's, they'll add a mode eventually with, like, grunts. I mean, the, that there's... That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be okay. Like um, a Titanfall slash MOBA thing, where it's just, like, other people to shoot besides just each other. Yeah, yeah. No, that would be, that'd be pretty okay. Um, I want to I want to play more of that game. Me too. By, by more, I mean some. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay. I will tell you about a game that I played this week. Okay. It's not a surprise to anyone. Okay. Ready? Because I still have been playing Fallout 4. Oh, good. All week. Mm-hmm. Non-stop. Mm-hmm. But, good news is... I watched the ending yesterday. Oh, did you did you mail your Twice. sod five it? No, I. Well, I, I beat. I, so okay, so when I say I watched the ending, I mean I beat the game. Oh, okay. but in no way is that game beaten or over. Oh, so you just you watch the credits roll, but you're like not done. There actually ever. weren't credits, but I watched the ending cutscene. Okay. I watched both versions of the ending cutscene. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have major qualms with the way that that game wraps up. Bummer. And not necessarily about the ending itself, because the ending itself is is like super vague in a way. It's not really an ending. It just puts you back into the world, which is what that game should do. Don't get me wrong. The way that you arrive at that ending, I have major problems with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and break that down in a spoiler-free way. Because I think in a lot of ways, people have a right... People going into this game have a right to know how this shit's going to play out at mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I... I kind of, like, dicked around in, in Fallout 4 for the longest time, not really doing very much towards the main story. Well, I know that I had to go to this location. I had to go to Diamond City, uh, which is a city that is inside of Fenway Park. Yep. After baseball became irrelevant, mm-hmm. um, which I think is interesting. It's a lot of There's a lot of cool things like that in this game. I went to Walden Pond yesterday. In Fallout 4? Mm-hmm. Or in the real life? No, I yes, listened to a robot tell me about Henry David Thoreau. I have been to Walden Pond several times in real life. 
Mm-hmm. So, and then raiders invaded the gift shop. I had to kill all of them. Nice. Um, it, was, it was very amusing. Yeah. But so I been I just kind of wandered south through Diamond City and like doing a bunch of stuff on the way there, and I was having a good time finding some cool stuff, stocking up on ammo and things like that. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know what? I gotta just get. I gotta do this story and kind of see what's going on here because also I'm, I might get some cool stuff through it. Uh, Kind of like, because obviously, I've said it many times before, a lot of how I approach this game has to do with how I played Skyrim and mm-hmm. how I felt about Skyrim, mm-hmm. because although they are very different, that model is just so similar that, yeah, yeah I wasn't expecting it to be like a one-to-one exactly like everything the story structure is exactly the same way just subs- like control f and replace uh you know the companions with the the brotherhood of steel like mm-hmm. i i knew it wasn't going to be like that yeah but uh i was i figured like i should do the story and like see what has that has to offer for me get some cool stuff and generally just kind of wrap that up a little bit so i'm, I'm more free to do whatever i want Mm-hmm. Uh, cause the ridiculous thing is also that that game begins with your son being kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, I guess I'll just do whatever. Like if it was really, that like, you're really worried about your son, you would like haul so much ass to Diamond City to try and try and find out what happened to him. Mm-hmm. But instead you're just like going around like, I don't know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess I'll just go in this building and like kill these guys. I don't know. Finds bullets. I, I also was mistaken uh, of what, about what I said last week about ten years passing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since I played the game, that that ten years passes, um, at the beginning of the story. So the whole game does take place in in twenty two eighty seven. Okay, yeah, which makes way more sense. Definitely. Uh, another another there's another detail I I take I have a problem with. Uh, the other day, or just yesterday, I was kind of just hanging out in the wasteland, and I looked at my Pip Boy, and I saw that it was, it, it was, it looked like dusk, mm-hmm. and I was like, because I I try and tend to travel at night because it's easier to sneak, and my character's all about sneaking, mm-hmm. so I was like, it looks like it's getting kind of dark now. I should see what time it is so I can kind of better plan my nighttime activities. Looked at my Pip Boy. It was eight p.m. It was dusk at eight p.m. and it was November. In the Commonwealth. So what you're saying is that Bethesda didn't do any research. No. Okay. Because if it's November in Massachusetts, it's it, dark. The at sun like is setting at four thirty. Yeah. Uh, legit. Like, let's see. Let me just check what my weather app says because it'll tell me exactly when sundown is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like November thirtieth, so it was like right around it's the like, time. Yeah. It's like right now. Um. Sunset is at 4.14 p.m. this evening. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, actually, no, I'm sorry. It was, here's the crazier thing. It was, like, December 20th. It wasn't November. It was December tw- December 19th. It's, like, a two days before the vernal equinox, the shortest day of the year. Are you fucking serious? And the sun was still up at, like, 8 o'clock p.m. It's like, wow, nah. Bethesda, wow. I just... I, I guess I don't even know if I expect them to do that research and, like, change 
actually create like a time cycle for each part of the year, or they could just be like, I don't know, when the bombs exploded, it like shifted the Earth's rotation. I don't know, like bullshit. Yeah. Either way, I was very displeased, partially upset. because it was inaccurate, and partially because more nighttime meant more sneaking. It would be good for me. Mm-hmm. But they also have to be fair because there's there are two different perks that like make you better at night, and one that makes you better during the day, like mm-hmm. gives you like stat boosts. So maybe they just had to even it out for gameplay reasons. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh man, I went on that tangent. I don't know what I was talking about. Um. All right, so I finally go to Diamond City. Yes. I start doing the quest line, and then I meet the. There's okay, so there's this game ha- is based on factions. There are different groups of people working in the wasteland mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do what what they do. So you had the Brotherhood of Steel, who have been in other games. They're these. Uh, military guys who are obsessed with old world technology and they like they hoard it and they think that they're the only ones who should be allowed to use it because they use it for righteous purposes Mm -hmm. and they think that humans are the best and like synthetic humans and ghouls and super mutants are all evil and need to be purged Mm -hmm. i'm not really keen on them they're a bunch of like racist genociders but that's just like my opinion, man. You have the railroad, which is this underground group who thinks, who works to free the synths. 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 And synths are these humanoid robots that were created by the Institute. Mm hmm. Um, which are which is an organization born from the ruins of the Commonwealth Institute of Technology, not to be confused with MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. It's definitely not MIT. It's not. It's definitely not an evil future post-apocalyptic version of MIT. Definitely not. It's definitely not that. Uh, and they create these humanoid robots, and the railroad is like, no, these humanoid robots are people, man. We got to free them. I'm just like, all right, well, technically, they're not. Like, first of all, this is the movie AI right now is what mm-hmm. this is. And second of all, they're like, they're not, though. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, like they are very humanoid. They they eat and breathe and sleep and think right. uh, and bleed. Like, it's like, uh, you ever seen Battlestar Galactica? No. Oh man, that, that show's good. But it's like the the robots, the Cylons. They have certain models of human that are literally unidentifiable as robots. Like they just are seem 100 percent human. Uh, it's very much the same way here. But also, since have a reset code that you just can say to them that make them just power down. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, okay. That's that is one way in which they are certainly not human. Uh, you also have the Minutemen. Which in your short time played, you may may know about them. They're kind of the first ones you. Deal yeah, with. I saw them in uh, Conquered. Yeah, you deal with them first, and their little quest line. A lot of people go on that quest line super early. I skipped over it mm-hmm. for some reason. I got some decent stuff doing it though. Um, and they're just a a group of people who are 
fighting for the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. They want to protect the people, and you know they want to help people set up farms and get back on their feet and kind of continue to live their lives. And they don't give a shit about synths. They're just trying to create a world where people can live. It's yeah, cool. Those guys, those guys seem all right. And then, so the fourth faction, which this is a tiny spoiler, but honestly, it, like if you had even thought about it for a second, it's not. Like, you can eventually join the Institute. Mm-hmm. Like you encounter the Institute and you can start working with them. And they're like the fourth secret faction that you only unlock when you do the story missions. So I'm... I'm glad. I, I think that it's important to do the story missions relatively early so you can kind of get a sense of everything that's happening in that world. Um, but that is but that is when the problem sets in. Right. The uh, These four factions, you start working with them, and you complete the... The main storyline is only like eight or ten quests, and it ends once you reach the Institute. Okay. And then you, so what happened to me is I was like, okay, well, I guess this is the story. This is the main story. It keeps going. Like the Institute, I got to work with the Institute to continue the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, when in actuality, I already completed the main story. And now the only way to see an ending in that game is to see one faction storyline through to the end. Okay. Yep. But to do that, in at least one other faction must die. Oh, shit. You have to destroy through the storyline. Like, you don't get to choose necessarily. Okay. In in following, you know, the Minuteman storyline, eventually, you have to destroy the Institute. Okay. It's basically two endings, and that's you either destroy the Institute or you don't destroy the Institute. But if you work with the Institute, then other organizations... Are going are going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really unfortunate. I'm really displeased with this for a variety of reasons. Yeah, it sounds kind of shitty. Yeah, it it kind of is just shitty. Yeah. So uh, I eventually figured out a way that made me pretty happy because I still got cool stuff and I felt like I was playing the field in a way that I thought was really amusing. Sure. And that's like kind of what I like to do in that game. So here's the thing. I want to compare it to Skyrim at least one more time. Okay. Yep. In Skyrim, how much did you play Skyrim? Not a lot. Man, that game's good. That is like, oh, what a good game. Okay. In Skyrim, there are there are obviously there are other like factions and organizations that have like long quest lines associated with them. So you have like the companions in Winterhold. Winterhold? White Run? White Run? No. Sure. Yes. Ah, yeah. Um. You have the Mages College, you have the Thieves Guild, you have the um, Dark Brotherhood, you have these groups of people who you can do, you can work with. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of them, so, like, you do the College of Winterhold quest, eventually become the headmaster of the College of Winterhold. All so, right. But you don't ever have to destroy the Thieves Guild to do that. Right, you can, so things exist it, separately. So if you just play one character in Skyrim and you just do all the quest lines, Yeah. then you're, not only are you a dude who saved the world f- by traveling to, like, 
Skyrim Valhalla to destroy an evil dragon. You're also the head of the Thieves Guild, the headmaster of the the college of the Mages College. Mm-hmm. You're the leader of the Companions. You're like the most powerful member of the Dark Brotherhood. You you're like you're all this. You're like the most legendary being who's you're literally like a demigod who who's walking or er, walking on Earth now, just unstoppable. And you're just the coolest dude ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't do that in Fallout Four. Nah, you can't. Like you can work with some organization, but eventually another organization is going to be like, "Yo, other one's got to go." Right. It's like, well, what if I want to work with all of them and I want to be the grandmaster or whatever of the Brotherhood of Steel and the general of the Minutemen, and I want to be the leader of the railroad, and I want to work with the Institute. Mm-hmm. Can't, Can't do, do it. Can't do it. And that makes me upset, because, mostly because I just wanted, I wanted to play Fallout 4. I already told myself I don't want to make more than one Fallout 4 character. Right. I want to take Marcus, my Fallout 4 character, and just have him... Because there's no level cap in Fallout 4. You can just level forever? Yeah, so you can literally play the same character forever and never run out of... I mean, you'll eventually run out. Of, you'll eventually run out of things to do. The amount of stuff to do in that game is finite, mm-hmm. but you won't have experienced everything. You right. can't experience everything with one character, which is like really, really shitty. That if you're gonna have, if you're and like, I understand. Like, like take a game like Dark Souls. I don't know why I just popped in my head. Besides, I'm always thinking of Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Like, Dark Souls has two different endings. Yep. And if you really want to see them, you you can't see them both on the same character. Unless you play through New Game Plus with him, because as soon as you beat the game, New Game Plus starts. Yep. But, like, whatever, bro. Like, yeah, it's Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a finite game. Like, it's not a... It's, there's it's not a game places. about, yeah, exploring a vast wasteland forever. Yes, exactly. There's there's yeah. places to explore, but ultimately it's a straight shoot. Right. You, you can, and you can just start a new character and just go for the, the other ending, which is what I did, and I had a lot of fun doing it because I like that game. Yep. But Fallout 4, it's like, yeah, you're eternally wandering and you never stop leveling up. It's like, well, then you should allow me to see the entire story like you did in Skyrim. Right. I think it's one of the coolest things about Skyrim is that one dude can do all this stuff. I Super bums me out. Definitely. But the way I did it, the, the, so the way I figured out doing it is like, with a little help from uh, this guy online... Um, shout out to that guy on Game of Thrones message board. I actually I needed to respond to that thread because of something I found that would improve his experience with the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have to get too save scummy. I only had to go back in time once, but that was not necessarily part of the plan. Uh, so you can basically like you do the Minuteman stuff and you're good, and then. Is really cool interplay I had between the Institute and the Railroad where I was working for both of them at the same time. And I helped the Railroad destroy the Brotherhood of Steel because I don't like them, and I had no problem with destroying them. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the Institute was like, okay, the Railroad's got to go. And you literally can just go in the Railroad hide hideout and just murk everyone. And then, well, so and what I did was actually I finished the story for the Railroad, and I destroyed the Institute, and I reloaded to save, and then I helped the Institute destroy the Railroad and do everything involved in that ending. Yep. Um, because I wanted to see both endings. Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely. And so I don't know if that was worth it. Like, 
it didn't take that long or anything. The last mission doesn't last that long. Mm-hmm. There's no like huge final boss or anything like that. But I was generally amused by the differences in the endings. It, but ultimately, it just it's, it puts you back in the world, and you can now you can do, go do other stuff. And I still have lots of stuff to do in the Commonwealth, but I don't really know how much more I'm going to do. Mm. Especially because at this point I've played this game for 50 hours. That's a lot. Which is a lot for me right now. Yeah. Not a lot if you consider I played Tales of the Abyss for like 150. You did. But right now that's a lot. That's a lot. So I'm probably going to start branching out a little bit. I'll still play it. Still goof around with it a little bit because I don't think it's pretty fun. But at this point, I've got like a ton, like tons of stuff. I'm like kind of OP. Um, I'm still I'm working on a relationship with my followers that I I'm kind of just gonna come through playing the game more. And there's mm-hmm. a couple other side quest things that I do want to wrap up. Um, but yeah, I, I think that my time of that game is is coming to a close. Well, fucking and yeah, that. That ending shit is weak. And apparently the ending in Fallout 4 was... Or Fallout 3 had had different kinds of issues. That's just... Oh, that's frustrating, man. Definitely. Because so, it was so good in Skyrim. In Skyrim, you just like defeated the ancient evil, and then you went back to your to your life as... Wandering fantasy man. Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. I, it's honestly, I bet I'm just blowing it out of proportion. I think there's a lot of people who play this game who wouldn't even care. It's just, it, it really does. My big, my biggest problem with it is you miss out on content. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get to do the Brotherhood of Steel quest now. I did most of the railroad stuff, so I'm fine with that. And they gave me this dope gun that shoots railways, railroad spikes. That sounds sick. Yeah, it was, it was pretty all right. I was just blowing people's power armor off a piece at a time. But, but I could never see the the Brotherhood of Steel stuff. I'd have to make another character just to see it, and then I would be like, "Why do? Why did I even do this? Like, really? What was the point of making another character just to play for eight hours and mm. do the Brotherhood of Steel mm. stuff? Like, who even cares? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yep. And the ending is just really like vague and doesn't even matter. But maybe it should in a game like that. Because you just go go back in there and keep doing it, if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's also there's like an achievement to get to level fifty, and I done I played a lot of that game fifty hours, and I'm still only level thirty three or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a lot more time to invest in there. Yeah, man. I probably won't see that one, but like the fact that that ex not expectation, but that challenge exists. That's big. That's a lot. That's a lot of Fallout 4. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a fucking shitload. Um, can we take a little break? That'd yeah, cool. man. Yeah. Cuz I just got all like tuckered out talking about um Fallout 4. I also like seriously eat something. Fuck.
right, let's be back. Okay. I'll stop looking at vines. All right, vine time's over, you guys. It's podcast time. Shit. We're um. Are you okay? So why don't you tell me about um. This board game that you're um, expressing interest in here. Okay. Um. Did so, I see that you printed it out? Yeah, uh, okay, so there's currently on the internet a Kickstarter going uh, for a game called Secret Hitler, uh, which is the latest game made by the Cards Against Humanity co-creator Max Temkin and some other guys. Um, oh, so it's it's just him, it's not the like the whole team, really? I want to say, I'm sure, I think he's involved, I'm, I'm sure like parts of the office are involved, but uh, the 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 two other guys that are in like the Kickstarter video are not specifically employees of cards of the Cards Against Humanity office. Um, okay. So, uh, Secret Hitler is a hidden roles game, kind of like um, Werewolf or uh, the Resistance or the Resistance Avalon. Um, it it yeah. It shares the most mechanics with uh, the resistance. Um, there's two sides. You're either the uh, the liberals or the fascists. Um, oh, it's like that. Yeah, exactly. So the way this game is different um, that makes me more excited um, is the there are powers. Um, so okay. So in the you know how in the resistance uh, it's basically just like your the strategy in, involved is do I want this person to know I'm a spy um, immediately or um, not by determining the outcome of missions um, prior to like uh, train of thought gone. I don't know how to help you with that one. Yeah. Um, okay. In the resistance, uh, in the beginning of the game, pretty much there's no choice. You always pick uh, for the good guys to win because otherwise you're a spy because there's only two mission, only two people on that mission. So there's like no strategy involved. It's basically like the only choices that matter are like the second and third ones. And if you haven't won by then, as the spies, you're fucked. Basically. But what if? What if someone who was actually good voted for the mission to fail? You literally have no motivation to do this in that game. But you could. But you could. So the the difference in this game is you might actually want to do that as the good guys because the good guys don't have any powers. Um, but if you pass a fascist uh, law, which is like kind of how it works, instead of going on missions, you're like a government passing laws. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, if you pass a fascist law, um, you get the pre- the current president who's like the mission leader in the resistance, um, gets to use superpowers such as the president can straight up just look at a guy's identification card and figure out whether he's a liberal or a fascist. Um, the, the president could also pick the next presidential candidate, for instance. Um, hmm. And you have to, sorry, I, I'm 
the premise is that you have to find out who the fascists are and not the, let them pass fascist laws. The the two ways to win as the liberals are you either assassinate Hitler, um, and the way to assassinate someone is you um, pass at least four fascist laws, um, and then the president gets the power to assassinate players. Um so he can do that, or uh, you have to pass five liberal laws. Um, also, there's this thing called the Chancellor, which I'm not sure how that works. Um, but you you also lose if the guy who is Hitler becomes Chancellor, because I think that's what happens in real life. Well, we didn't... I guess some people lost when that happened, but... yeah. So huh. that's 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 the the part of this game that I like the most is that um, it adds a little bit more game mechanics to that resistance formula, um, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, I was gonna say it needs them. Yeah, that that's a game that needs some extra mechanics. It needs some incentives on both sides to like get some stuff done. Um, it's it's very neato. I like Doesn't it. the Resistance have an expansion? Uh, it does. It adds... The Resistance Avalon is... Um, oh, is that where... I, I always hear those games referred to as, like, Avalon likes. Yeah, most people just call it Avalon because that's the game that everybody likes better than the Resistance. It's, it's, uh, it's the one that adds Merlin, and I forget what Merlin does, but he has magic wizard powers. But he's yeah okay. Um, I don't remember how he operates, but um, yeah no I'm I'm I, I did I download uh, as a uh, fucking backer reward thing. Everybody who pledges can print the print and play edition of it before the game comes out in like April. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I did that this morning. I want to play Secret Hitler. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, because I was gonna say playing the Resistance because I, I like the Resistance. Yeah, I'm bad at like bluffing and things like that, but mm-hmm. I want to like that game. There's not a lot going on. I like feel you like, mentioned before. I feel like this um, gives enough game stuff that it may become easier to to bluff because you're kind of like going for a goal it's like more clear um you have more like more clearly defined like motivations yeah plus um, in in the resistance like you said before when f- ultimately the the first couple missions always end the same way yeah usually um basically that just means you're closer to winning or losing it sounds like in secret hitler it actually changes the gameplay depending on how the first like two or three hands go. Definitely, yeah. Like, because if it's like fascist laws, it's like, all right, well, we didn't like, you know, if it's three bad ones in, um, what you call it, the resistance, it's just over. Like you fucked up. Yep. If it's three bad ones for some reason in this one, it's like, all right, well, we can start assassinating people. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of like, so it just changes instead of just ending. Like yeah with, um, yeah. It gives that's, it gives the cool. president more power, which changes the course of gameplay because the president rotates. I'm not sure the election mechanic, but I have a feeling it's very similar. 
to resistance and it probably just has some sort of rotation in which like okay now the now one of the fascist presidents has these these powers that he can use mm-hmm. um, unless so, you you the president changes the the order or he elects the next president and it's not the person in the order i think there's a there's a mechanic for that and i haven't actually read the rules yet um but i'm 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 very excited about this game it sounds really cool yeah so that's secret hitler that's a thing i'll make you play one time during family game board night i will allow i will allow you to make me play that Hey, so, I bought StarCraft 2. Ah, fuck. Yeah, screw you, Ryan. Uh, I bought just the first one. Okay. I bought Wings of Liberty. That's the um, human one? Yeah, Terran. that's the Terran one. Yeah. Um, get your StarCraft lore correct, Ryan. I, I know fucking you... won't. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I, I like real-time strategy. I haven't played any in a long, long time. Yeah. I never played the first StarCraft. But Blizzard games are good. And I think StarCraft the universe is is interesting enough that it was like let's let's just do this let's do it it was ten it's they're on the the um the first two Heart of the Swarm and Wings of Liberty yep. are on sale for ten dollars right now oh really I was I was like okay ten dollars let's do it I'm just gonna get the first one for now because all the all getting the second one does is unlocks the Zerg campaign mm-hmm. if I get Heart of the Swarm I can play the Zerg campaign which is I don't even know if I want to do that yet. So I just got the first one. It allows me to... It There's this, like, co-op game mode where you play as a particular hero and it makes your army slightly different and you, like, play with a friend and build a little bit of an army against some computer-controlled opponents. But, like, your hero has unique abilities that are, like, global things. And then you can play... I can play multiplayer... But just owning one of them, I can just go and play multiplayer. And I also have access to what they call the arcade, which are basically Warcraft Three custom maps. Oh, okay. Including all the uh, all the Warcraft Three character models being in there. So last night I played X Hero Siege. Okay. Remember X Hero Siege? Nope. It's like the the game where there's like a castle in the middle and eight lanes of monsters that just go towards a castle and you have to pick a hero and kill him? Nope. Okay, well, that's X-Hero Siege. Oh, okay. Game. I remember when I, played X- when I played Warcraft 3, played it fairly regularly. It's mm-hmm. a cool game. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't... The heroes in that game don't have a strength, agility, intelligence system. Oh, okay. Is it just, but, like, powers? Yeah, it's just attack, you know, regen. But, but like, so, in, so instead you'd buy, like, um... Instead of getting, like, the tomes that would increase your stats, the tomes, like, they increase your strength, agility, and intelligence, mm-hmm. it just says, like, yeah, this is going to increase your life by this much, your attack speed by this much, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's yeah. 12, it's six of one, half dozen of another. It doesn't really matter. But, yeah, like, all that custom map stuff is right in there, and there's, like, all sorts of crazy stuff happening in that arcade. Like, that's worth $10 right there just to do some of that, more of that stuff, because I love those custom maps in Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. The actual RTS stuff of it, you know, I like I like RTSs. I really liked Warcraft 3. It's going to take me a while to get used to playing StarCraft instead because it seems different. But I've also yeah. heard that with the newest release of the third part, um, Legacy of the Void, mm-hmm. 
they changed a lot about how the multiplayer works. Yeah, I've heard some stuff. I don't actually um, know how to play kind of, StarCraft, so it's kind nice. of sped it up. You like yeah. start with more research source gatherers and things like that, and that sounds kind of interesting because RTS games taking a long time isn't necessarily fun. But you know, at least I'll play through the story or start playing through the story and see what's what's going on there. Yeah, see and what's play good. some arcade games and goof around. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I heard the the Wings of Liberty campaign is really cool. Um, it's got a good Metacritic score. Oh, well, Seems that's... like it's worth $10 for a Blizzard game. Oh, probably, yeah. I would say so. So I haven't really played that much yet, but uh, that deal's going on. You also get, like, the WoW Battle Chest for $5, and then Warlords of Draenor for, like, 15 That's legit. And then 20 bucks, you're all set for Legion. Yeah, you might even get some game time in there. Yeah, I don't know if you get the character boosts with it, because if you pre-order Legion, you can, you can just... Oh, that's super lame. What? I'm just realizing this now. If you've never played WoW before, mm-hmm. you spend $20 to get um, the Battle Chest and Warlords of Draenor. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, Legion's coming out. I kind of like this game. I'll just get Legion. Boom. Your only character that you've been playing is now level 100. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's and then you're just like, well, that was... I just spent a whole... So I spent $20, which is... Not a lot, but I spent twenty dollars on content that I'm just going to skip now. Yeah, I never thought of the perspective of someone who's never played before, and that's kind of. I mean, but then, but they're not going to only have one character, so they'll like go back and play it. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not just gonna... uh, yeah, most people usually, if you like the game, you'll cre- create another character because it's so different. Yeah, um, but. I can't rule out the fact that there are definitely people who just, hey, I made a warrior. Now he's in level 100. I'm just going to play WoW. And then Legion comes out, and they're like, okay, I'm level 110 now. Mm-hmm. Um, unsubscribe. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's, yeah, but yeah, like, uh, we'll talk more about Blizzard putting things on sale in a little bit. Uh, I just wanted to mention real quick, I played an iOS game that I'm sort of in love with called Paint It Back. Well, why don't you marry it? Uh, thinking about it. Okay. Uh, I don't think those laws exist for that in this state yet. Nah, probably not. But we're working on it as a community. Legislature is being passed that allow you to marry Software. a video game. <laughs> yeah. So apparently this game is just Picross. Do you okay. know what Picross is? I heard somebody talk about it on the Bombcast. Yeah, that's actually where I got it from. They oh. like he they mentioned very quickly the fact that because Picross is something I said like, hey, this looks kind of interesting, but it's like it costs five dollars. I don't even know enough about it to even spend five dollars on it, so I'm not yeah. going to do that. And then they were. Like, the information about Pokemon Picross coming out, which is going to be free to start. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently it's coming out on December 3rd. I'm definitely going to get that stuff. But, like, ultimately, any 3DS game, like, I want... It's cool that it's portable, yep. but it's, like, any 3DS game that can maintain its functionality and be on mobile instead... Pretty okay. It's just like that's better. Like yeah. if it if it just plays the same thing, like virtually it's the same game, mm-hmm. and gameplay isn't affected. 
except now it's ultra portable and you always have it in your pocket. I'm like, that. I want that 10 times out of 10. And it's probably going to cost nice. less than mobile too. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so Paint It Back is a free game that you can, you get the first three stages for free and then you can buy either them in like three stage blocks that'll eventually get you like $4 or you can buy them all for three bucks. And that is a great way to do it. Like that is, uh, that's my preferred way to experience a free-to-play game instead of like crappy microtransactions that uh, give you timed things or like reduce, you know, it's gems that you're just going to spend and you're going to need more later, yep. which is garbage all the time. But if you're if you're just like spending money on a free-to-play game that gets you something permanently, like the rest of the levels, mm-hmm. that's fu- That's cool. That's, that's fine. Okay. Yep, that's, that's totally acceptable because uh, yep. all it is is it just it, they give you the game. You play the first few levels. You see if you like it. I like it. I spent $3 to get the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Mostly because when I went to go buy just the next one, uh, it there was an error or something. So I said, what if I just try and buy all of them then? And it, that worked. So I don't know. Um, I like it, though. It's like a it's a logic game ultimately. Okay. So I'm going to try and explain this and it's not going to go well. Probably not, but you know, I'll let you try. It's it is it defies explanation without actually seeing it. Mhm. Okay. But basically it's a logic game. And you get a grid, and you need to color in certain parts of it. And the only way to know which which blocks on the grid you need to color in is you use the uh, the hints they have. And they say, like, in this column, eight blocks are colored in. Okay, yep. And so... Well, if it, so if it just has an 8 next to it, it means that like in that row or column, there are 8 blocks connected to each other. Like a, a line of 8 blocks yep. that have to be colored in. Yep. And so you basically just look at the grid and you see if you can find... Um, one because you can make a, blo- a lot of guesses so if totally, it's a 10 yeah. row column and you know 8 of them are filled in you could be like oh well it's probably these 8 mm-hmm. but you don't know you never want to just guess so you have to look at it and logically conclude like which of these things is definitely true and I can I can write down I can mark in stone which is not always easy. Mm. So, like, you have to start, usually have to find a column that says, like, oh, yeah, this entire column is filled up. And then you can go from there. And you can also mark, we want you to mark, like, um, blocks that definitely, you can mark them with, like, a little X to say, like, these definitely are not going to ever be marked or never going to be filled in. Which at first I thought was a stupid waste of my time, but... As I go on, it gets a little bit more challenging. You're like you have to mark them because mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. helps you see potential things. So it's it's a 
you're just staring at a bunch of numbers kind of and you can you kind of go like okay well this column looks like this and oh uh, let's even so it's like, it's like four in a row and then so sometimes it'll say like this column has four in a row and then mm. at least one space and then two in a row and luckily it's like in order so the four will always be like going left to right if it says four two the four will always be before the two otherwise that game would be impossible mm-hmm. uh and you kind of just have to reason it out and then when you when it like clicks and you're like oh yeah this is it you, you fill in all the things it eventually makes a picture and you're like cool like it's just it's just relaxing i, I actually really like the music in the game yeah uh, it's really kind of simple stuff, but it's just like, it's not too boring. It's not too exciting. It's just, I don't, I don't know, man. I like this game. It's a, it's a little bit of a cheesy, not cheesy, but I can't even think of how to describe it. it it's the, the actual, like, I mean, the name of it, first of all, the name of it is stupid. Paint it back. It's yeah, it like pretty dumb. Basically, this artist guy, um, all his paintings get erased or something like that, and you have to help him repaint them. Mm-hmm. It is like not winning any any awards for best new original concept or anything like that. Also, considering sure. it's basically a clone of Picross, but I think it's a, a fun concept that I'm sure people, a lot of people have already experienced through Picross because that, that has been around like since that's been like a DSI game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's an all right game. It's free and uh, people should play it because it's free. Yeah, that sounds pretty That's okay. a good endorsement, right? Yeah. Play this free game. Yeah. Uh, and then if you don't like it, you play the first three levels and you go like, wait, this is not fun. Which I can see how people might not think it's fun, but I think it's just a kind of a nice little fun thing to do before bed or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's chill. Everybody likes to have a chill time, man. All right, let's talk about some stuff. Not exactly news. Calling it news would really be. It's a disservice lying. to news. Do we just be lying if we called it if we called it news? Um. So actually, let's talk about we'll talk about some sales stuff that's going on right now. We'll talk about that. We'll say that we'll do, get the other dumb stuff out of the way. Um, right. I, I didn't read the I needed to read the article more closely, but apparently, level five, the people who made such games as Yokai Watch and Professor Layton, Nino right? Kuni, motherfucker, Nino Kuni. That was the name of the game I was thinking of. But also Professor Layton. That's true. Professor Layton. Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, they've they've said like they're basically only on 3ds, but they're just like yeah, we want to bring our games to Wii U and potentially NX later. I want and, this and and just like can you even imagine, bro? Imagine for just a moment, Yokai Watch, you well Yokai Watch HD. I want that. You do want that. Please give this. I to want me. that. I haven't played that game. I want that. Please give this to me. Yeah, I think they should they should effing do it, and I think that that's something that they could definitely do. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's see. Hearthstone Championship is coming up pretty quick. Uh-oh. Um, it's like next next year sometime. Um, they've announced that it's like 
going to take four players from each region. Uh, it'd be Europe, China, the Americas, and then Southeast Asia. Oh, no, mm-hmm. it's like Asia. So it's like a player from Korea, a player from Japan, a player from Southeast Asia, and a player from somewhere else, like the Vietnam region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those guys will go to the grand finals and play Hearthstone with each other, yep. where the winner will win a million dollars. Sure. One million dollars for playing a free-to-play silly card game. Woo-hoo. But, I mean, if you're Esports. good enough at that game to win a million dollars doing it, then, dang it, you deserve a million dollars. You did it. Esports. You started from the bottom, now you're here. Yeah, I don't even know if it's an e like if that even counts as being an e-sport. Um, Jeff Gershman from Iron, uh, Iron Bomb, uh, Giant Bomb, often describes Giant Galaxy. Uh, often describes esports as did they make money playing it? Oh uh, yeah, but he is intentionally reductive all the time. Yes. So I don't know if we can really trust that. Analysis. I mean, Hearthstone is definitely treated like a sport in at at BlizzCon. I just think that, like, uh, esports, like, you know, I could see Dita, Dita, no. Dota being an esport because it, it requires teamwork and strategy and execution. But it was mm. just like, hey, uh, I don't know. I played a card game and now I have a million dollars. Like, they, that's valid. Like, you're allowed to do that. And I'm happy for you if you are good enough at it to make a million dollars. But like, I don't know if it's, I just don't know if it counts as an e-sport if you're playing by yourself. Yep. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Someone is going to make a million dollars off of playing a free-to-play card game. Sounds great. Which is crazy that that's where we're at now. Anyways. Let's talk about the biggest news. About how Gabe Newell personally invested in a cooking company. Yeah, Chef's Steps is great. I love Chef's Steps. Yeah, tell us about Chef's Steps. Um, Chef's you Steps. know way more about this than I do. Chef's Steps is a great resource um, uh, that has many instructional uh, videos and classes about uh, cooking techniques and um, some other stuff. Some of it's fancy, some of it's not. Um, some of it's what? Fancy. Oh, okay. Like they have, they have a couple classes on sous vide. They have a couple classes on, um, like meat prep and stuff. What they if have... I needed a? What if I just wanted a recipe for slow cooker chicken tacos? Can Chef Steps help me with that? No. No. Why not? Chef Steps is not about like they're not a recipe hub. Good. They they like they tackle a topic and then like completely break it down. It kind of reminds me of um like what Good Eats used to do. Oh, dope. Don't um, even don't even don't even say that unless it's true. I mean, it's like Alton Brown would would be like today's episode's about burger buns, cheesecake. Um and then he completely breaks down everything about burger buns. They kind of do that on a more um, like fine dining focused uh, mm-hmm. level. So like they, they show you nice ways to play stuff. Um, they give you 
good solid recipes, good technique videos. Um, I I like this website very mucho. Do I have? I mean, do I have to like subscribe to Chef Steps? So the way it used to work um, is, which I'm not gonna like really get into because they just changed it. But you used to like pay for individual classes. Um, but now you're you um, buy access to their premium stuff, which gets you access to uh, all of their previously pay for individual classes. Um, which I think is like twenty dollars for for life, I believe. Oh, that's totally reasonable. Um, yeah. So, uh, I I like I like Chef Steps a lot. Um, that actually seems. I mean, especially if it's twenty dollars for for life, like that's very very reasonable. Yeah, it's it's one time fee of something. Yeah, nineteen dollars. Um, cool. So great. yeah, no, I, I like them a lot. They're a really, they're a really good uh, little group of chefs out in like Seattle. Um, oh, Seattle, never mind. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that that explains Gabe Newell's interest. Yes. Yeah. yeah basically, they're... for those of you who do not know, Gabe, uh, Gabe Newell, also known as Gaben. Yep. Or Gay Noodle. Um, mm, yep. <laughs> All he true. is the president or something important guy at Valve who brought Maybe. you such fine things as Steam and not Half-Life Episode 3. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he's personally invested in this this cooking company, which yeah. is a reductive way to say it. But he's not investing like the money you're spending on Steam. He's not so taking I read, profits there. I think there it was a... And, oh. A Wired article. Basically, basically, they call him a. Oh no, it was an Eater article. It was um, Gabe Newell like was an angel investor. Like he has nothing. It's it's his own personal money. Valve has nothing to do with it. He has no stakes in Chef Steps. But, he just but he's investing in it. He's he not just thought it was neato, and he gave them a a like a couple of loans to get some stuff off the ground. Um, that's cool. Including this uh, sous vide cool. machine that they just um, announced, um, which is which seems pretty neato. Although I already have two, so it's like I don't need another one. You already have two sous vide machines. I do. I didn't buy two, but I have two. A word. <laughs> yeah. So, but this one, Who, this one seems neat. Um, it's a little bit. He killed someone, and he took a sous vide machine. If if you don't buy it before the price goes up, it's a little bit expensive. Um, right now the the reduced price is one hundred eighty dollars, but I think it's supposed to go up to three hundred sometime in like January. Um, but what other equipment do you need besides the sous vide machine? Uh, nothing. Like a big pot. Yeah, you need a big pot. Uh, you can do a lot of the stuff that you do sous vide in like Ziploc bags. Um, oh shit. Yeah. Um, you don't need like a vacuum sealer to get a lot of sous vide stuff done. Um, a, a Ziploc bag, a, a Ziploc bag, and some good old fashioned water replacement technique thing, whatever that's called. I don't. 
I don't I don't know what's called. I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. The it's 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 this thing where like when you put the Ziploc bag in the water, the water is heavier than the air, so it pushes the air out, and you kind of just like gently lower your Ziploc bag into the into the water and then zip it up. It's essentially like vacuum sealing. It's close mm-hmm. enough um, to get by. Kind of like know. how you you preserve things in cans. Uh, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Not cans. Um, jars. Like sort of. um, yeah. you put marinara sauce in jars and you put it in in the water of water so mm-hmm. that all the air escapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Something yep. like that. Um. So yeah. Uh. That's 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 Gabe Newell. Investing in chef steps. Thanks, Gabe Newell. I like chef steps, so keep it coming. I've given them money. I think he should in, he should invest in Half Life Episode Three. I I literally couldn't even care less. Uh, I just need it. It just needs to happen. Like it, it needs like it just. Maybe I'm just sick of people talking about it. Yeah, I want to. I want if it it, as soon as it exists, then people are just gonna be like, "Well, I can't wait for Half Life (laughs) Four. So I, it doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, I bet it'll be pretty good. Sure. Um, it be, if it comes out, it can't be like bad. What else, what else we got? Just re- let's bad. talk about Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, let's talk about Heroes of the Storm. The entire store is half off. The entire store. Everything in it. For free-to-play stuff. Like free-to-play money. Like real money. Real money stuff. Half off. All of it. I bought a lot. I bet you did. I bought a lot. I need to take a look and see what what's there and what I I really want to get. I don't think there really is anything I want in that game anymore, though. Mm. I did buy a three hundred sixty day stim pack for sixty American dollars. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna need that. If you don't buy that, you're literally stupid because we've already talked to an extensive an extensive amount about how not having a stim pack sucks and how we yeah. both have bought like at least two of them or three of them. I've bought three by this point. Yeah, so have I. So oh, I'm like, cool, shit, an entire dog. year pots for $60? Sounds great. Sign me up yeah, for that Yeah, you don't garbage. need to play with that. St- like, you don't need to play with that stim pack. You don't, but I keep giving them $14, so... It's only 10 Is it only 10 Okay. 10, it's it was, 10 a month. I thought it was 14 Um. No, thank yeah. goodness it's not. Yeah, so I, I I gave them sixty dollars, and I'm like, please never take my stim pack away for an entire year. And then Blizzard was like, okay, sixty dollars is so reasonable for that because that would cost twice as much. Yeah, if you don't buy it before this sale is over, which I think is like December eighth, uh, this the three hundred sixty day stim pack is like a hundred and twenty dollars. Fucking nuts. That is not a good price. Sixty American dollars is a good price. Yeah, literally 120 is what you'd pay anyways. So, yeah, dog. F that. Um that's that's basically it though. Everything's on sale. Yeah, yeah everything. I don't I really don't know if there's anything I, I care enough about to buy. That's fine. I actually I need to like just just launch that and just take a look and see exactly what's going on here. I bought all of the costumes that cost less than $5. All of them? Well, most of them. I bought a lot of them. The ones that I was like on the fence about, and now I'm like, well, now they cost less than five dollars. Um, 
so I did. Yeah, I mean that does make sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're like, I bought every Cosmic Cause less than five dollars. It's like, I don't think I bought everyone, but, but I think I bought up. like, I think I bought that like adds ten up quickly. I don't think there's any costumes I really care about having that badly. I wanted Christmas Jaina, which they made a bundle for. Christmas Jaina is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm more interested in maybe picking up some mounts, because cool mounts are cool. Yeah, dog. It's weird, because you don't even use them that often, so, like, why do I even... It's like the, it's the dumbest thing ever, because, like, all of these things, you just, like, you see somebody who you don't know in a game, you're like, that guy's got a cool horse. Yeah. Like, that guy's got a cool horse. Cool, that guy's cool. And, you're, and then you're just like, no, I'm the guy with the cool horse. You just go around your horse, and it's just like, what? This is not even... It's literally a waste of money. Yes. But MOBAs, man, they make you do some dumb stuff. I want to play Heroes of the Storm now. Yeah. But it's Thanksgiving. Um. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> tell me about tell me about this Steam man. sale. Okay. Tell me, about it. tell me about it. So Steam sale just started yesterday. Yep. And they're going about things a little bit differently this time. Okay. Yep. Remember all the fun and excitement of daily sales and flash sales and stuff? Yeah, that was my favorite part. Yeah, those are gone now. Is it just everything's on sale? Everything that's going to be on sale is on sale. And honestly, oh, dude, I just launched Hots and my. Guess what my daily quests are? Uh, play three games. Play three games as a warrior. Play three games as a specialist. Play three games as an assassin. You can't do all of those at the I same know. time. I know. So um, wait, all of these prices are the final prices? Yes. No. 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 But they're all good prices. Yeah, but no. Why? So I don't understand. The the way the way that Steam gets my money because I'm a sucker is they put something on the on the homepage that's like this costs less today and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, but they all cost less already every that's, day. That's not as good. That doesn't work. This doesn't... It this does, though. This doesn't... This doesn't Consider turn, the following. It does, though. This doesn't turn on the triggers in my brain that's like, Ryan, you need to buy this stuff because it's not going to be this price for like a really well, long time. I think that's why they call it the exploration bundle. I don't... Because you go in to the catalog and you explore and you say like, oh wow, this game I didn't even know was going to be on sale. It's on sale and it's and it's a good price. Nah, man. I don't like it. I don't okay, like it as much. Don't buy anything. Uh, I probably won't. I said that and I just browsed through it today before, after, and during this podcast and I found some stuff that I kind of like wanted to get. I have a couple of things that I might get. Maybe. Some of the sales are really not that great. Or, like, they're good, but the game's new enough. It's, like, you know, still $15. Or, like, Lovers in Space Time. Lovers in Dangerous Space Time is $10. Yeah. There's, like, some games I want that I'm just not willing to pay even the sale price for. And that just says to me that I don't actually want them that badly. So I just, I'm going to cool my jets, and that's probably for the best. Yeah, man. But there's some, uh, some good deals out there. Specifically, Ori and the Blind Forest is $12. Life oh, is strange. I like that game a lot. Life is strange. You can get the whole shebang for like fifteen. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard some really good things about that game. I like I like that game. I played it a little bit. Soma. I've heard really good things about. and I want to play, and that's like six. That's twenty four bucks. It's six six dollars savings. 
Um, I'm, I might get Hacknet. Downwell is only two dollars. Like, just buy it, you assholes. If you don't buy it um, Downwell for two dollars, you're literally an idiot. So that's that's fine. Space Chem, which we've spoken about on this podcast before, is one dollar. Oh, that and that game like... is at least one dollar enjoyable. Oh, I'll like, buy even that if game. you decide it's too hard for you and you can't really play it, like I did, you still played it for a dollar, and you're like, huh, okay. I'll buy it when I buy other Steam games, which I will inevitably do. Portal 2 is $4. Yeah, but who doesn't own Portal already? Yeah, exactly. If you don't own it, now's probably not a bad time to get it. <laughs> According to this list, I'm seeing The Wolf Among Us is 624 I think uh, I've heard already. a lot of good stuff about that game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I currently sales. have some some stuff in my cart that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about picking up. Yeah. Uh, what should we call it? Mm-hmm. Audio Surf Two. Finally, I'm such a big mm-hmm. fan of mm-hmm. the original game. Mm-hmm. It was the first game I ever bought on Steam. I downloaded Steam for the purpose of playing Audio Surf Two, mm-hmm. or for Audio Surf One. Uh, I'm gonna get Far Cry Two because apparently that game is dope. I, I hear saw people Austin talking Walker about it all play the time that on his life on his extra live stream. Who? Austin Walker. Oh, okay, that guy's all right. He's playing Far Cry too, and also apparently Rock Paper Shotgun named it one of the top ten for um, first person shooters of all time. One of the top ten Far Cry games of all time. Yes, specifically yes. Uh, I also am thinking about buying uh, Dropsy, a Hug Venture or whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> what is this that game called? Sounds dumb. He plays Dropsy the Clown, and he just wants to hug people. It's a, a um, adventure game without words, which is like one of my favorite subgenres. I like games that can tell me a story without words, like just sounds and visuals and things like that. It's like that game Machinarium I'm a big fan of. Oh, I, I, I hate adventure games, so. Yeah, this I mean, this defies a lot of adventure game stuff mm. uh, by not having a bunch of words because sometimes the words in adventure games slow it down to the point that it's just like, wow, screw this. Yeah. All uh, right, what else we got? Yeah, there's some good, some good stuff in that, that steep sale there. What else we got? And you should just browse. I mean, you just go and browse because everything is on sale as it, as it will be the whole time. I don't know if they're going to continue this in December when they do the next sale. It might wind up going back to uh, the whole daily sale thing. Hmm. But I always found that to be stressful. I had to check every day and see if the game I wanted was on super sale, and if it wasn't, I couldn't buy it. And I'm kind of yeah. happy to just be able to look at my wish list and be like, okay, is this is this a price I want to pay for this game? I don't have to go, well, yeah, but maybe I won't if it's a, it might go lower. It's just, it's either I want it or I don't want it. And that's... Hmm. Uh, so it's kind of a relief, honestly. Yeah, don't don't tell us about the lead singer from Breaking Benjamin and the beef that he's having with Star Wars Battlefront. So I was on I was on the GameSpot this morning and I saw this news post that was just like the a picture of a broken Star Wars Battlefront Xbox One disc and then a caption that's just like the lead singer of Benjamin Breaking Benjamin uh says this game is a piece of shit. Um, and it's like, like well, par- this is not news, but 
I, this is worth me, looking into. <laughs> I made me. It made me laugh. Uh, so he he posted a picture on Instagram with his broken disc, and he's like, "EA wanted me to um, promote this game, but." He says they can show it up their ass. This game sucks. I would rather watch the prequels than play this piece of shit for one oh, more shit, second. Burn. Um, thanks Star for ruining Star Wars. EA uh, smiley face emoticon. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Um, that is really funny. Did he, yeah? I think he said he said some things about why he didn't like the game, like poor hit detection and poor progression, and the guns are all overpowered. Uh. All of those are reasonable complaints, but breaking your disc over it, it's like, what the, what, ha- like, how did these people wrong you Yeah, that you needed to every, to act this way? Like, like I definitely am not going to go on record saying that it's a good game because I don't know. Mm-hmm. And if the things he said about, like, poor hit detection and bad progress and stuff, like, if those things are true, then those are definitely legitimate strikes against it. But like, man, like that, that, that he got really pissed. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. It made me laugh. Tell me about Fez. Oh yeah. So like, they announced yesterday, or they put it in their store at, at Polytron, who developed Fez, the beloved indie darling. Um, <laughs> that actually, you know, we we like joke around a lot here, but uh, it, it, a lot of people. Like, that's a well-received game. It's a good game. Fez. It's a crazy adventure puzzle platformer thing that... Um, normally, I don't like puzzle platformers, but because it is actually an adventure game, it's, like, worth playing. Because, mm. uh, you you know, you go around, like, collecting things and looking for new areas. and Not exactly like a Metroidvania, because there aren't, like, tons of power-ups, but... Um, it's a good game, and it's crazy. Like that, and then the new it adds it adds a feature, new game plus that just makes it insanely different and puts a whole new spin on things. The puzzles are super hard, and they have their own like language in the game that you need to decode. It's like really super intricate. Mm. And when the game first came out, there's all this buzz in the online community. That people like try to figure out the game, like oh, what about what do you do in this room? Like what's it? I figured out that this this letter is this letter and. Uh, it was a cool time. Uh, I wish I'd, I'd participated more in it, but it was a cool time to be like out there, like out there and in the trenches, like trying to figure out this game with people online. Like that's just like a really cool thing that that game did. Uh, it's really a really cool aspect of the the culture. Um, but they announced that after the whole Phil Fish blow up thing and how he's not making, he canceled Fez Two and. He got upset because people were making fun of him and things like that. Uh, even after all that, they announced that they're releasing a limited edition version of Fez. It's $100, and it comes with, like, this book with, with like, a dust cover, like a like a solid cardboard dust cover, and it's, it's, like, written, you know, partially in the language. It's, like, designed in the way the game is designed, partially written in the language in the game, and... I don't know exactly everything that's included. I don't think anyone really does, but it mm-hmm. seems really cool. It comes with a soundtrack, and then it comes with a DRM-free code to download the game, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, like, kind of lame that you pay $100 for this collector's item, 
and then it just comes with a little piece of paper that says put this into a computer and then you'll get a video game yeah uh, I guess I guess I guess I would want them to put it on disc but who can even do that who who even has a disc drive on their computer anymore uh, I do What about in your laptop? Um, not in my new one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did you get the? Did you get the? The it's not an Air, is it? No, it's just the it's the new MacBook. It's apparently the the new Air just only has a Lightning cable port. Did you hear about this? No. Apparently, like the newest model of the Air just. It's like an iPad. It just has a lightning port. No, that's not true. I'm looking at a picture of this of the the one they're advertising right now. The newest Air. Yeah, it's got oh. a USB headphone, uh, a lightning. Someone lied to me. The the new MacBook only has a USB Type C and a headphone port because they're required to by law, I guess. Really? I guess so. Yeah. Huh. What's well, the new every day? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's just it's just a weird thing. I guess they should put it. They should just put it on a disc and include the game, the download code because DRM free anyway. So I mean, it's like you, most people don't have a fucking optical port on their PC. Yeah, but they could just include both because by giving them a DRM hundred dollars for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. In addition to other factors, yes. Um, but it's just if it's gonna be cool, like you want to have the disc. If you're buying a collector's edition of a game. I'm mm-hmm. probably interested in having a disc, unless you really just want to buy this book. And plus, anyone who this game came out like five years ago, so anyone who who's actually would be interested in owning this book because it's cool mm-hmm. has already played the game. That's the only reason they think the book is cool, right? So maybe you don't even need. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I'm not gonna buy it. Nah. So I don't even know. I don't even know what this is about, but. They did it. They went for it. Wonder, I'm sure they'll. There's enough people in this world that they'll sell a bunch, but still. I'm. Um, I'm okay, I'm, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. I think yeah, it's Thanksgiving it. time. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're on the internet. Right now. We're right we're now on the internet. But we're also at bearvsman.com. Mm-hmm. We should put something on there at some point. Yeah. Who's, it's been a while since I wrote, I wrote anything. Me too. Who has time for that? I don't. Um, I really do not. Uh, fucking. Uh, you can send us an email to questions at bearversusman.com. Please do, because we're lonely, and we need you. Everything also, we want to do a, a a reader mail special soon. Very soon. Um, um, definitely get some questions in for that. And, uh, next couple weeks. Yeah, we'll be recording it like pretty soon like so send us some stuff and we'll read it and we'll answer it we'll tell you how we feel about if you send subjects. us an email we will definitely 100 percent read it on air it's true no That's, questions that is asked true i will we'll, read we'll it. talk about what you want us to talk we'll you know send us talking points send us a question send us mm-hmm. about about anything i mean mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll talk about anything yep um, we will argue about anything in fact that's true. Uh, yep. Yep. So do send us whatever you'd like. Go um, fucking twitch.tv slash bear vs man. That's true. Um, we're also on Twitter at bear versus man. We're on. And this is all, it's all spelled 
I wonder how many people actually go looking for bear versus V E R S U S, but it's all V S. Nobody. Uh, you'd probably be surprised. Yeah, I probably would. But Um, then again, you probably heard about our Twitter first. Um, yeah, at bear versus man, Facebook.com slash bear versus man. Yep. Uh, please, if you thought this was not the worst podcast you've ever ever listened to, recommend us to a friend who also likes video games and maybe also likes podcasts, because uh, that's the only way that anybody new is going to listen to it, and that'll get us some some more five star reviews on iTunes. Hint, hint. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, get mm-hmm. us some some notoriety, and yep. uh, you know we keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, man. I think that does it. We're gonna that's go. It. We're gonna go have thanks have a Thanksgiving. So yep. uh, and we, we encourage all of you, well, by the time you've listened to this, you've already had a Thanksgiving, and I hope it was great. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you later, guys. Bye.